Shout out to Mr. Sean Barger. Thank you. Keep doing your thing, and I will continue to support. Shout out to Mr. E. Thank you for all your support, for your comments, your call-in, your encouragements that you've been giving to my show. Thank you so much, and please continue to listen and support me. It's much appreciated, and I will continue to do the same. Good evening, my listeners. I need a love to hate. To hate just means that I love and I do not hate. You know, I was talking to my brother. He was all stressed out about this female that he was friends with. They would hook up and have random sex and things like that. And he said that the girl was giving him a hard time because she was like, I thought you loved me. And he, and I actually said, what do you? He's like, well, no, I mean, I, I, I love the sex. And I was like, well, do you love her? And he's like, I don't know. And I said, well, are you willing to let go of the relationship? you have with us actually or are you feel like you can be anything you want with this person I mean to me love is not about giving up what's best for you in order to keep one another happy and healthy sexuality grows out of love to me not the other way around and for my opinion, sex does not equal love, and love does not equal sex. But my brother was asking me, like, he wasn't sure. And I'm like, giving, having sex with someone to keep them never works out. Not for women, anyway. You know what I mean? It usually leads to like us having like low self-esteem and diminishing our self-respect. I mean, that's if you were to give in. But because so many females who are afraid of losing a guy, you know, where they're afraid of losing boyfriends and things like that, is their sense of empowerment. Where is it? You know? No self-esteem. Like, no empowerment equals no self-esteem. Healthy sexuality grows out of love. Not the other way around, ladies and gentlemen. And we as women, we tend to fall in love with these guys and we think, well, we got to give in to the sex because, you know, they're gonna, we're going to leave them. But... This happens all the time, and I, and I know that. And everyone wants to be loved and to be told that they're loved. You know, someone saying it doesn't make it real. To me, shit, that talk is cheap, and it's easy to say whatever you think I want to hear, especially in the moment when passion and hormones are racing. And now, now, don't get me wrong. We, as women, are just as guilty as men are and wanting and not having to be and wanting sex and not having to be in love to get it. The problem with that is we still live in a world of the double standards, which that was one of my segments last week. I mean, yeah, I think it was last week. <laughs> when a boy wants sex and then has sex, he's considered the man. When a girl wants sex and has sex without being in love and having a boyfriend, she's considered a slut. 
The sex can be about satisfying your own need for sexuality. It shouldn't matter. But my question is, do you think love equals sex? Or do sex equal to love? Because I don't. I think love can grow into having sex. But I don't think that if you start a situation off which is sex, I don't think sex will equal love. Like, I don't believe just because you have sex with someone that means that they love you, if that makes sense. Or is it just me? I don't know. But my brother tends to think that that's crazy if a woman falls for a man off of sex. And I said, well, it's, you're giving her more than just sex if that's the case. And if you're not giving her more than just sex, then she's probably already having insecurities. And sex is kind of like, if I give it to you, then that means you love me. So, I don't know. But maybe it's just me. Maybe I, I think the way I think, and it's just weird. I don't know. I don't think I'm weird, though. I don't think that's wrong. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> just, just a thought. See, as a woman, I try not to judge another woman on the reasoning for why she chooses to do things. But I can recall some years ago, I, I would, I was that person that would judge women on the way they carry themselves for as being very open with their sexuality. I would often say that that was. Um, too much and, you know, she needs to calm down. Now, if I think it's disrespectfully done, I will still pose an opinion on that. But again, it's an opinion. It's my thought on what the situation is. Um, what people choose to do is their own business and everybody change. You know, like, who I am now is not who I was last year or last month or even a week ago or two weeks ago. But unlike teenagers, passing through puberty change isn't always obvious, you know what I mean? It's, it's easy to become oblivious to your partner's changes because you see this person so often. Under, you, Understanding how your partner is transforming, changing, and adapting themselves it like in the case of physical change, you have to make it known that you notice the new look, you know what I mean. Complimenting like a different hairstyle or weight loss or things of that, or, or that nature. But when it comes to the mental and the emotional, those changes aren't noticeable. So that's where the conversation comes into play. That's where um, taking time to actually listen to a person you know this is what I believe you should always ask yourself is my relationship involving 
are only changing. Because a relationship shouldn't just be on a shelf, you know what I mean? But shift positively over time, you know, work to resolve outstanding issues, that's different. It should be involving in the same direction as the partner. You know, if, if this is not happening, it's time to evaluate ourselves as to what point the relationship becomes stagnant. Like, at what point do you say, it's not going anywhere, let's just let it go and be done with it. Do you know what I mean? And the main thing I would say that have helped me is keeping out external influences. Nothing kills magics of a good relationship like jealousy. Jealous friends, family members, exes, drinking buddies, whatever. Because negative influences have to be cut out. I mean, you have to come to a mutual agreement with each other to adapt and and be totally against the world mentality. You never speak badly of one another to outsiders. You do not allow yourself to be swayed by other people and always talk to each other and be honest with each other and, and maintain that emotional intimacy because emotional intimacy is the glue of any love relationship. You know what I mean? It's knowing because that saying you know what each other needs are. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I guess that's just me because I don't believe in random hook and things of that nature. And I've never had a random hook I've never had a one nice thing. Well, shit, I haven't really had much. You know, there's a wrong and a right way to communicate. And the wrong way to communicate is when you're bombarding your partner with all of your problems as soon as they walk through the door, as soon as they start talking. After a long day at work, the right way is waiting until they have relaxed and shellaxed, <laughs> that's what I call it and unwind, and then just gradually bring up a subject of genuine concerns and ask about their day before you begin. Like, find out what's important to them, you know, what their plans are, or how you can help, you know, and then when they talk, listen intently when they open up to you before you respond, like listen clearly. I mean, that's important, you know, to get your partner to let their guard down. Your partner is more likely to be receptive if you've already engaged in a comfortable conversation, you know what I mean? You know, I used to get told all the time um, when I was younger, <laughs> um, they wanted me to be more sexy with them. 
know. Many men and women find that their sex drive dwindles after years of being with the same person. You know, adrenaline and dopamine levels, it, it drops with time. And with them, the rush and excitement that you get, you know, doing any course, you know. And honestly, that is normal. It is not an indication that sex is an integral, let me say it, sex is an integral part of any good relationship. The moment that it dries up is the moment a key component of the relationship is lost. And that's just true. There's just no way around it. So you as a man and you as a woman have to be aware not to lose your sexual appeal to your lover or husband or whatever. I mean, you run the risk of them searching for it elsewhere. You know, you always have to strive to maintain a desirable image for one another. You know, this, I mean, this will boost your self-esteem as well, too. I mean, just take a little bit of time to get ready when you're on your way out to eat and, you know, eat well and exercise and, you know, just look good for them, you know. That'll make you feel good about yourself and sex can certainly become better with time if y'all both get creative and invent new ways of pleasing each other get a little daring and try in different locations and positions or, or an erotic movie or something. I mean, most couples simply stand by and allow the spark of their relationship to fizzle out in time. Let's just be honest. Partly because they believe there's nothing to do to be done. Um, so they just don't even try. And some of them are not even aware that they're doing it. And sometimes it just happens because of health reasons. So anything that you can do to continue to work at it and fight for it and put forth the action, the effort, it won't it won't disappear. And just always be honest with each other from the beginning. Even if you've been with somebody for X amount of years, you can still tell the person how you feel all the time. You know what I mean? And if they make you feel bad because of how you feel, then Clearly, y'all not feeling the same way for each other. Like you're feeling maybe deeper for them than theirs for you, is what I mean by that. Just a little food for thought. Let me say, some women that lose their sexual desire towards their partner who they've been with for over a long period of time because people can move it over a short period of time most time it has nothing to do with you've been with that same person since forever it's when that person that you've been with forever take you for granted don't appreciate the fact that you've given yourself only to them forever or giving yourself to him for and only him for six months a year two years whatever 
and they've tried to appease you in every way you know because there are some women that believe in submission in a marriage and submission in a relationship but I think in 2018 2017 2018 people get submission confused with control They're going to look at it in the real context of what it really is. You know, men ideal of submission is you do what I say when I say do it. I want you to give me a blood job. I want you to, to try this position. I want you to do this. You know, you're feeling your worst. You're crappy. You're shitty. And you come home, you still expect a woman to not only clean the house and take care of family, but sexually please you too. And your thing is, I worked. Well, she worked too. And she came home and took care of home. So, where is the partnership in that, the understanding in that? You know what I mean? And you, a man can look at his wife, girlfriend, partner, and can tell when she's not at her best. Can tell when she's stressed and she has a lot going on. You can tell. But nowadays, men don't care. Because they think more between their legs than on their head. And then instead of getting, having amazing lovemaking, you just have somebody that's just going through the motion of appeasing you so that you can get what you want and then be over with. Well, see, that's when you start getting resentment towards your partner. That's when the attraction end up being turned off. Because you're not emotionally connected to me. Like, you don't, you don't care about how I'm feeling emotionally. You're not respecting me mentally. And then you start, a woman start feeling like, well, only thing I bring to the table seems like to you is sexually. Now, not only does she work and she has to pay bills, she take care of home, she take care of kids, and she makes sure all the bills and stuff is taken care of, but you still want her to please you, and when she don't want to please you, then you're mad. You got to boot up your ass, or you ready to cheat. And mind you, you have cheated on her before. That's the crazy word. Like, I don't, you know, I don't understand some men think that that's okay and how they they got submission and submit confused because submit is I'm submitting this to you and that's what it is that's how most men think submission is I am yours and only yours and I forsake everybody else there's a difference because you can't ask a woman to submit to you but you haven't submitted to her you can't have a, tell a woman that you want her all in, but you're not all in. Because it's not just about going, working at a job and having sex. It's more to it than just that. And I think if people respect each other as a whole, all the way around, all the time, and not allow themselves to be selfish more than they are unselfish, I think it would be way less divorces way less separation, way less breakup, way less cheating. Things will be way different. Because nowadays, women not putting up with the bullshit. And they're like, I'm done, I'm gone. But men been doing it. You know, when you're cheating, but you're still coming home, you really ain't here. You have here. So technically, you're not here. You know what I mean? So, just my little nightcap. 
but it's been real. Y'all have a good night. Anita, love, day to hate.